Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Guys, this is real-time podcast recording right now. I have my good friend Eloise on the phone, on speaker right now. We're going to talk to you about something serious that's happening literally as we speak. Eloise just got diagnosed with coronavirus, and she is in hiding right now, and she is going to give us the inside scoop on everything. You know, before we get started, I just want to say a little disclaimer that like this is such a serious issue, and just remember that throughout this entire conversation, like you might not even know that you have this, and it's super important that you just practice social distancing as much as you can because this thing is spreading like wildfire. So anyway, welcome, Eloise. Thank you so much for coming on to share your story. <laughs> Thank you, babe. It's good to speak to you. I'm super happy that I get to speak about this on your podcast and spread the word. <laughs> Yeah, the the word. So wait, can we just go into a bit of a backstory? Like how, because we were talking last week and like you were totally fine. Like when did you take the test? When did you discover that you had it? What are the symptoms like? Like let's get into everything. So last week when I spoke to you, I um, was feeling absolutely fine. And the day later, I think it was, Boris Johnson spoke on the news about how this was the worst epidemic that our generation had lived. However, he wasn't closing down any schools, canceling any public events. Those were still going on. And it kind of um, installed a fear inside of me. And I was like, wait, if, if the, the prime minister of the country I'm living in is not even, you know, dealing with this appropriately, what the hell am I doing in London? Like, seriously, what the hell am I doing here? And um, I took the next plane to um, the States. I won't say exactly where I am, just for like, I don't know, privacy. But um, I, I, I have a home in the States. I'm half American. And I just kind of was like, I need I need to fly out to the States. Um, and was then it scary home, flying, flying, like going to the airport and stuff? Flying. Sorry? Flying. Yeah. Yeah. So you had, I, I mean, I wore gloves. I wore a mask. Um, I was really shocked to see people literally like walking around like nothing was going on. Um but it's kind of nice, you know, on the plane, we were all kind of helping one another. I was um, giving out masks to everyone. Mm. Um, people were just being super, you know, kind towards each other because that's all we have at the moment is kindness. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, people can hear, but we, Mimi and I were just talking about people not being too kind. So Yeah, before we started the podcast. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, before, yeah, sure. I just want to know, like, so you flew to the States um, kind of after hearing and disagreeing with what Boris was saying because you were in the UK. Um, and then yeah. how long after did you start feeling, like, did you start feeling weird? Did you think you were in your own head yeah. and you were like, no, this is obviously not me? And then, like, what kind of, what were those steps like? So I woke up the next day and I had chills and I felt like I had a fever, but I didn't have a thermometer on me. And this was after um, flying, like you probably caught it at the flying. airport, huh? Um, it could be, or I could have caught it in London because there's a two weeks um, incubation period. Mm, mm-hmm. So I could have caught it in London and it just started to show like now. Um, so I started feeling a little bit weird um, and... 
all of a sudden I had these cramps in my stomach, but they don't feel like period cramps. It wasn't my lower abdomen. It was really at the center, like at the core. Mm -hmm. And it was literally, I mean, I'll go into details. You know, that feeling when you really need to pass gas. Mm -hmm. Now I have like a really healthy lifestyle. And so I used to only get these pains when I was little and still eating dairy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And these pains just came, come, it came, came right back. And I was like, what the hell? I haven't eaten anything today. Like, what is this feeling? It's so, it was so painful. I couldn't sit down. So then I just left it. I drank a lot of water, lots of tea. It was coming back and forth. Then my eyes started getting super heavy. Like there were two rocks on them oh and God. I couldn't look up. Wow. And I was like, that's really weird. It just felt like a, a bad flu. Were you coughing or like your throat? No. No. No coughing, no itchy throat, no like tight chest, none of that. Um, and when I can't remember, oh yeah, so then the next day um, I wake up, I make the um, smoothie that I make every morning and I cannot taste a thing. No way. A thing. I can't smell it. I go into my bathroom, I try smelling my perfume, I can't smell my perfume. At this point, I was like, okay, something's definitely up. So I called my incredible doctor out here, who's been my family doctor for since I was born. And I say to him, look, doctor, like, I really wouldn't call you if this wasn't urgent, but I've lost all my sense of taste and smell. And I had these weird feelings yesterday. And he goes, look, I've got one test left. Mm. And, you know, I've got younger siblings under the age of five and a dad who's over the age of 60. So if my parents or my siblings or my nephews were to catch this, like it's serious. So he was like, I'm going to come and test you because this could be bad. And I was like, okay, fine. So the next day, not even, yes, it was the next day. The next day, a nurse came in a full blown like moon outfit. Oh my <laughs> God. They came to your house in a moon outfit. Yeah, yeah, it was like a full like mask, and he was so sweet. He uh, warned me beforehand. He was like, "Just warning you, like it might be a little bit intimidating. We all have to be covered this way, so in case mm. you have it." And I go, "Okay." The whole time, babe, I'm like, "Surely not." After the disgusting year I've had, this cannot be the next thing. I cannot now have coronavirus. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's a plane. Hold on. Wonder who's flying it this time. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like su feeling super chill and I'm like this is almost like a joke you know so she tests me first she puts a swab up my nose that's so close to my eye okay so that's how they test you they put a swab up your yeah. nose yeah so they put a swab a very thin little swab all the way up your nose like close to your eye Ew. it gives you the feeling of um of sneeze like you want to sneeze but it's painful it's irritating it's not Ugh, ew okay so she goes through one nostril and tests me for the influenza flu that you know we all have yeah and then uh that takes five minutes to come up so she goes into her car and waits for the test i'm literally like fiddling on my phone like i have no i'm not taking this seriously at this point she comes back she goes okay this is negative so i'm like crap does this mean that i have corona Oh my I don't God. have the flu. And she's like, look, there's thousands of viruses. You're young. It possibly could be something else. I was like, okay. So she tests me for Corona on the other nostril, goes home and says to me, um, we'll get the results in three days. Oh my God. Takes three days. Three days for me, but I've spoken to people who have been tested. It's been eight days and they still haven't received the re results. Back. So That's I'm ridiculous. Myself so unbelievably lucky. I'm so grateful. And like, 
I feel for the ones that are still waiting or that can't even get tested. It's so sad. So then you um, got the test at, or so I got the, three days later. And were you in those yeah. three days, were you like not around your family? Were you like self-isolating? No, so I was, but it was definitely a subject of conversation. My family's not here. I'm just here with my little brother. Oh, and okay. he's got a son with him. And then we obviously have uh, some members of staff in the house who are old, like older. Yeah. They're in the 60s. So I was telling everyone, like I was telling people to just be careful because I might have it. But they, I'm like a drama queen. Yeah. So they really didn't take me that seriously. They were laughing. They're like, Eloise, my brother was like, Eloise, I promised you. <laughs> you've had such a horrible year people have betrayed you like a, a, an ex-boyfriend who's like so bad to you like I cannot imagine you having that virus on top of it all mm-hmm. like I just don't want to believe it and I was like Carlo I promise you like just be careful like because I might have it oh I felt God. fine but my eyes were heavy as hell and um did they call you to tell you the results yeah so the doctor called me and it was he was very serious he was like Go up to your room. Your test is positive. I want you to stay there and call me from there and oh, close your door. And I was like, my God. oh, God. And at this point, the house went on lockdown and I'm wearing gloves as we speak. I have to wear a mask around the house. And oh, that's pretty much it. my God. So how many days have you? So when the flu kind of came on that first day, like when did you start feeling better? Like you're, you're obviously a bit better now. Like when, how do you feel? And like, how many days did it last? Thank you for asking. Um, so I'm now on day two, uh, three of having found out that I that I've got coronavirus. Wow. I'm feeling fine. The the heaviness in my eyes have stopped, so I can I can look up now without any pain. Um, I still can't taste the thing. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Um, oh my god. And I'm just wondering what else. Like, excuse me. Um, I think that's it. I'm very emotional. Like. <laughs> I feel a little bit lonely and overwhelmed. So speaking to my friends really helps because you do feel lonely. Like when people see me walk into the kitchen, they run mm. like I'm like dirty, you know, and they are right to, but I kind of feel like I, I'm dirty almost, you know? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So it can be a little bit lonely, but I, and I, but I feel, you know, what I feel is grateful and I feel I'm like healthy, you know, like I know I have this virus, but I'm fighting it. I feel for the people that can't and mm-hmm. like I have a garden outside I can walk to. People are locked up in their houses. Like, it's bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. You're so healthy to begin with. And that's probably why you haven't had it so incredibly bad. Um, you know, obviously I want to share this as well, because you and I have spoken about this before we started recording and I didn't want to make a deal out of it because I still have no idea. But about four days ago, Ben and I both had like very intense flu symptoms for a day. And like, we both obviously stayed at home and ordered in and that's it. But for these few days, like we felt like really fluy and like I couldn't sleep. I had to sleep with like a wet um, hand towel that was cold on my head because I like felt really ill. And then it like randomly completely went away the next day. Um, well, like not completely, but like 80% gone the next day. And I took, I have so many natural supplements. Like you and I both are obsessed with like naturopathic medicine. So I was taking, absolutely, yeah, like antiviral um, pills that were like all natural, like oil of oregano, like all of the really 
you know, antiviral good supplements. I like overdosed on them with Ben and we were both like, we both kind of fought whatever we had really, really quickly, but I actually started vlogging it. This is how serious I thought I had it. Um, Mm -hmm. I started vlogging the experience the first day I felt crappy and I was like, it's about to get really worse. Like I'm a hundred percent, I have this. And then the next day it kind of like went away um, to an extent, like I still have a bit of a soreness in my throat because it really hurt my throat as well. I, I didn't cough at all, but like I felt fluey. Like when I breathe in deep, I feel a little bit of pain still. And this was like four days ago, but it's like every single day been getting better and better. But I'm I'm the kind of person that like I hate taking painkillers and Advil. Like, I'm like, I'm totally fine. Like I actually like when I'm sick, like I never get sick and I'm, I always pride the fact that I never get sick. I'm like, I'm so healthy. So whenever I feel something, I'm like, no, it's no big deal. It's fine. But honestly, right. for like two days there, like I fully was like, oh my God. And Ben and I were texting our family being like, guys, like we fully have coronavirus. So what we did and we were like vlogging this and I don't think I'm going to release the vlog just because now we're fine. And it wasn't as like dramatic as maybe I yeah, would have posted. I mean, you could be fine now and still carry it, you know? Oh yeah. That's why we're still not leaving the house. So hundred percent, we're yeah. still like completely in, in lockdown. Um, even if I go buy groceries, like I'm wearing a mask and, and also when I go to like to the grocery store to Whole Foods, like they don't allow you to be closer than two meters, um, to someone. So like, I a hundred percent know that, you know, that's like, I'm not gonna, um, infect anyone. And I also like, I'm so like, I'm such a clean freak. Like I sanitize my hands like before and after like, or when I'm leaving the house to like, and I'm touching everything with like my sweater. Like if I'm pressing the elevator buttons and like when I'm picking up food, I'm not like touching a ton of stuff. Like I'm, and also at Whole Foods, they've been so good because you bag your own stuff and like you're really far away from the clerk. So like, yeah, I haven't been around anyone. Um, and that, that's something I'm super careful about. But like Ben and I, we were like, Yep, we fully have it. And um, we were calling. So in the vlog, like, I tried to call um, the CDC or, like, the the health line in Canada. And the the line would completely go blank. It was like you call and it wouldn't let you go through. And that's because so many people, you know, are are, calling and self-diagnosing. And this is why I think this is even bigger of an issue than the media even makes it out to be even though I hate the fear tactics in the media like I think this is I think honestly like at least 50% of people have this because it's so easily spreadable a and b like the symptoms don't need to be like they can be very mild so we tried to call and like it's impossible to get tests we wanted to get a test you know and we wanted to do all these things but we couldn't like and my doctor like I just moved back to Canada I don't have a doctor here yet you know like right. like I have my family doctor in Toronto but I'm not there you know so it was like really weird so Ben and I were like no we're gonna be fine the biggest most important thing is to not infect other people that couldn't be fine but there then literally the um a day before we felt this way there was a sign in our elevator in our building saying okay. literally saying we feel it's responsible to tell you that two people in this building are infected with coronavirus. They're in quarantine, so don't worry, but we have to tell you. So what I'm thinking happened, because I was so, even before I felt this way, I was being so safe. And I was like, you know, washing my hands all the time, like not touching anything, like being super anal about it. And then what I think actually happened is that like I would touch an elevator button or like a door in my building and I would then touch my phone and then wash my hands and then take my phone again or my keys or something that I didn't sanitize and then it goes back on my hands and then maybe I touch my face then. So that's what like what my prediction is. 
Yeah, no, but then that makes sense. Like when my doctor asked me, like, uh, sorry, when my doctor told me that I had it, I then I got really upset and I was like, oh crap, like what did I do? Like, who did I see? Who did I hug? Who did I? He's like, Eloise, you could have walked into a supermarket, grabbed a water bottle and then brushed like your hair away from your face and got it. Like, oh my that's God. literally how easily you can get it. And that's what's so dangerous wow. is that we so easily get it. Yeah. And I took it upon myself. He like wrote, he said to me, he was like, look, um, if you have, you know, following, you should um, definitely let people know. Because at this point, like the only information that we're getting is from actual like sufferers of the virus. We mm. There's no test being made. I mean, there are, but it's not public. There's no vaccination. Like we only know how to deal with it from what the people having it are dealing yeah. with. It, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, so I, I announced it. I told everyone that I had seen in the last two weeks that I had it. Some people were more kind than others. Okay, let's no, talk about this yeah. if you feel comfortable talking about this. We are talking about this asshole uh, before we started recording. And yeah, I think there's no other way to put it. Like we just need to talk about this A and it kind of links back to like getting support at a weird time. And yeah. do you want to kind of get into it? Yeah, so I'll get into it. I won't name him. There's a guy um, that I used to date that I bumped into two weeks ago. Um, literally, we were walking in the street and we bumped into one another. And um, we hugged. So we we were in, we got in contact, you know. And he's one of the guy, the people that I saw in the last two weeks. So just like I messaged my freaking, the freaking nanny of my little sisters, I also messaged him um, saying, hey, just so you know, I caught the virus. Um I'm supposed to let people know that I've uh, seen in the last like weeks or whatever. Um, and I just send the message to everyone. So I didn't really check on it. Obviously waves of people were messaging me being like, Oh my God, like just honestly being so kind. Mm-hmm. And then I like two hours later, I was like, did he see my message? I'm confused. I go on the thing and he completely ignored it. He read it and ignored it. So he was just really horrible and didn't respond well and was quite selfish. And so, um, it just kind of made me realize, you know, you see people's true colors in those times. And I, I'm looking at this time as an opportunity to really welcome the positive people in my life and really get rid of the negative ones, yeah. like really get rid of them. Uh, thankfully, there's more positive than negative people out there. But, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it's just important to be kind, dude. Like, doesn't matter who the person is. Like, if you find something out, like, at least say, like, I hope you're okay, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just so weird to me to be so mean. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's it's Whatever. ridiculous. So, okay, let's go into, for people listening, how what can they yeah. do to be a good human to stop the spread of this? Um, you know, I, the only time, like, I do, the only time I leave the house is to get food, to get groceries for Ben and I. Yeah. Um, yeah. There isn't really any good, delivery service that I know of for groceries and like to be honest like I'm not going to get uber eats every day um that's also dangerous for that you know driver and I feel like if I can just control um you know whatever spread um and be in public to get groceries and it'd be okay then that's fine so that's an exception and we all need food so 
But every time yeah. I've gone out, I've gotten a lot of food, so I don't have to go as often. But other than that right. and staying home, like, what would you say are your top tips to to kind of for people that want to be a really good um, cause in this in this whole virus and, and help the, you know, the stopping of it, right? Yeah, so if I wasn't carrying it, um, I would genuinely be going around to anyone with a mask and gloves, obviously, to any elderlies and ask them if they need anything. Like, mm. and, and, you know, my grandparents, God bless them, they don't want to ever ask for anything, but I've organized for a driver to come back and forth um, and drop my grandma things so she can have food and she doesn't have to go out. Um, so like little things like that. And I'm all the way in the States doing that. So it's super easy to be kind and be as generous as you can, but obviously look after yourself first so that you can be healthy to look after others. And I would say, like, um, just spread positivity. Be there for one another. I I hate not being able to be with people. I'm a people's person. Mm-hmm. So, like, calling each other, you know, FaceTiming each other. You're an incredible friend to speak to. Like, you're so inspiring. And, like, you, you really push me to, oh my God, stop. you know, go Thank for you. my dream. No, you really do, though. It's No, it's true, though. And, that's, and that actually makes me feel supported. Um, so just be kind. It's really not that hard. It's really not that hard. Like these people being so mean out there, like you have no idea how easy it is to be kind and how like good it is that it can make someone feel just your kindness. So yeah, Yeah. I think all people listen, (laughs) yeah, wear gloves, all people, all people that are not kind are unhappy within themselves. Oh, for sure. So that's something that we need to remember as well. If you are faced with negativity from someone directly or you are faced with something just really shitty that happened, just remember that that person, if they're being really rude and mean and evil to you, it's because they have their own inner issues that they haven't sorted out yet. And we just have to send them compassion. And as much as it's so easy to get worked up about it, like we just need to send them love and healing vibes because they're obviously not in a place that is really positive. And you can always tell when someone is a really happy person because they're kind to everyone. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are, you're kind. Like, yeah, for sure, you're so right. I just think this is, times like these are, I don't know if you agree with me, but it's it's an opportunity for you to be good. Mm -hmm. Like, to show what you can get. Like, my little brother is so amazing. Like, he puts a mask and a glove on and he's like, do you need anything? Mm -hmm. Like, so many people would either, like, not care or stay away for themselves. Like, it's really showing people's true morals and, you know, if I, so for me, what I'm doing now, because I have it and I can't go near people, is I'm just doing a lot of Instagram lives, lots. Mm. And I'm giving, sending out all the information I know, all the symptoms I have to hopefully help someone. And if that can be good for someone, then I've done a good deed today and I feel good, you know? Totally. Okay, so before we wrap things up, I'm just curious. So you're on day three of knowing Wait. that you have it. You're on day, what, of, like, since you felt, the the first day you felt, like, crappy. That was four days ago? Yeah, four days ago. But didn't they say it would take three days to get the test back? No, sorry. I felt bad, like, when I arrived. So that must have been a week ago now. A little bit less than a week ago. And then... I called the doctor the next day he came and tested me and that day he sent it to the lab. So yeah, this has been almost a week, nearly a week. Okay, a week. 
And when do you think, like, and you sound great. Like, do you think you're just getting better and better every day? Do you think you'll be fine in a couple of days from like a feeling perspective, obviously not the spreading perspective, but like, when do you feel like you're going to get back to normal? Um, I mean, I'm just going day by day. Um, I still can't. The only thing that scares me is that I won't be able to taste or smell anything again. Oh yeah. You'll be fine. That's fine. But, but, but apart from that, I feel good. Like, you know, I already had the fever stage, so hopefully it doesn't go back to that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel I'd be okay. I, oh, uh, yeah. good. Uh, okay, well, that's FaceTime later. Um, thank you for coming yes, on the podcast and, and letting everyone everyone know and just remember to be kind, guys, and, yeah. you know, do as much as you can to stay indoors and do not spread anything. Even if you don't think you have it, you very well might. And, uh, yeah. Go check out Eloise on Instagram. She'll be keeping you updated on her situation. Where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, and that's pretty. That's the only platform I have. I've really backed off everything. What's your What's your profile name again? It's Elo. It's Eloise Agostinelli. Agostinelli. Okay. Okay, yeah. guys. Speak soon. Thank you, guys, for listening. I hope everyone's staying safe. Stay safe. <laughs>